This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, I'm Sumiko Tan, executive editor of The Straits Times. Welcome to the Lunch with Sumiko podcast series, where I get up close with newsmakers over lunch and a selfie. So kick back, relax, and eavesdrop on my conversations with them. Associate Professor Kenneth Mark has become such a familiar face to Singaporeans that one almost feels you know him even before you meet him. As the Director of Medical Services, he has appeared at almost every press conference held by the Multi-Ministry Task Force on COVID-19 to give the latest health and medical updates on the pandemic. It's been an incredibly busy two years for the liver and pancreas specialist. He's managed to squeeze in some time for lunch, and he's chosen to eat at Castle Restaurant, famous for its fish soup, at its Greenwood Avenue outlet. So, I mean, the pandemic happened uh, when you just became DMS. Uh, what was the feeling like? Oh, it was it was being plunged into the the deep end very early on. Um, COVID struck in Singapore uh, in in January. Uh, so at that early stage, when the first case broke, we all agreed, since I'm going to take over the job in a week's time, then I might as well take on the role as the director of medical services managing this particular uh, outbreak. I am basically the, the main medical advisor to the, 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 the ministers and the task force. When that first started, uh, I had a tendency then to stay in the background. You know? so there was a table, a conference table, the principals, the ministers, we all seated there, and I would be sitting in the back. Until one day, uh, Mr. Lawrence Wong not realized I was sitting behind him and says, you're the director of medical services, you should be sitting with us and so that you have an opportunity to give us the input that you, you should. So from then on, I was sitting there in the front. You know? But it reinforced the point to me that actually the director of medical services is a respected role. He plays a very important role in providing professional advice, particularly in times when you deal with new outbreaks, new viral variants. So I found actually it very meaningful to be able to contribute uh, along those lines. So how do you prepare for an MTF? We have meetings beforehand, usually a day or two before. We sort of anticipate some of the issues that we raise. We debate, we discuss, and we put up uh, solutions, recommendations uh, to uh, our co-chairs for, for their decisions to make. We have to spend a lot of time also tracking what the situation is. Uh, and that's a daily affair. How many cases we have, how our hospital ICU uh, wards are, are doing in terms of whether they're full, how many vacant beds I have how we are using our resources to make sure that we have adequate resources for everyone. It sucks all of us in terms of the, a lot of the work and energies that we have. And we do that also in addition to the normal work that we're doing because the work of healthcare never stops. Do you have like a memory of the worst press conference or the most difficult press conference? In that first press conference in front of everyone, it wasn't the topic that what I was going to say that was dominating. The, the, the thought in my mind was, please don't let me experience an itch in the face that I have to go and scratch myself and touch my face. And then there was another press conference where uh, um, I wore a mask and just taking it off. And for some reason, I had a cough. So I was about to reach out and, and, and take a sip of water to try and settle that. When a question came and Min Gan says, I'll let my director of medical services answer this one. So I opened my mouth to try and answer the question. But the first thing that comes out was that cough. <laughs> and then, um, before the entire media conference ended, within a few seconds, came a meme that was 
get sent to me by uh, by friend. A meme of people carrying a coffin. It wasn't that they were malicious, saying that no, I've got a cough, I'm gonna get infected with COVID and die. I felt a bit embarrassed by that, but after receiving the meme, my, uh, things lightened up. I actually laughed at, the, at at that situation. So, any last words about the pandemic? Will we ever see it end? I'm hopeful, uh, and to some extent, that's the optimism in me. I don't think we'll ever see COVID disappear and go away. And these wildcard scenarios are always something that presents a challenge, a worry, because it's something unexpected. Uh, Omicron is the latest one. The joke is that COVID is a gift that keeps on giving. But uh, uh, I think after two years, we've learned to live with it to a large extent. It's no longer as frightening as it was last year. We now have ways of getting out of this minefield, so to speak. Vaccinations will help. And it gives us confidence that I think over time, uh, we, we will be able to overcome this. Not by eradicating COVID, by learning to live with it and work and, and that we, we can carry on. Thank you very much for having lunch. Okay, thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Lunch with Sumiko, a podcast series by The Straits Times. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Check out my previous interviews with newsmakers and don't forget to subscribe to Lunch with Sumiko on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.